Do we have Cole Smash and Debbie Brooks finally? I yep, am here. We're both here. Holy shit, we got it together, guys. All right. All right. Welcome back to the official SEC Slow Smoke podcast <laughs> where we will be previewing Ole Miss. Uh, Holt, is Ole Miss your least favorite team in the SEC? Um, yeah, I'd have to say that. Okay. Definitely least favorite Cumberland State fan. Um, as you can tell, it was, it was very cute in his in his state uh, anchor picture anchor picture here um, at the game tailgate or hanging out with his friends. JB Brooks is Ole Miss your second favorite team in the SEC behind Tennessee? Absolutely not. I don't like. I mean, I'm not a fan of Ole Miss uh, just because I have season tickets in my family. Uh, you know, and a lot of alums in my family doesn't mean I'm an Ole Miss fan. But I absolutely love going to uh, the Grove and chilling and hanging out and going to the games like you can't pass up free SEC football it doesn't really matter who the opponents are as long as it revolves around Tennessee schedule I will happily go down there and watch them play just because it's SEC football yeah let's get to see all the big matchups what's one thing we're fortunate about is that um, first of all your your family is almost fans and they buy season tickets and then, second of all, that's only like an hour away from Memphis, so it's not too far of a drive. So you get to, like, for instance, you watch the, you watch the, um, them beat Alabama, right? When they took down the goalpost. Uh, no, I actually missed that game. I oh. did not. Yeah, but the one I, I did see a game later that season. I saw them uh, play Auburn down to the wire, and that was the game when Laquan Treadwell uh, broke his leg. Oh God! Uh, yeah. Had the fumble and at, around the goal line. And Auburn ended up winning the game. Treadwell tore his ACL. And Ole Miss' season was pretty much shot just on that one play. Uh, let's do a quick mic check for Holt real quick. Holt, you here? Holt? Um, I, can hear, I can hear you, Alex. JB's kind of coming in and out. Okay, well, JB, stop, stop jerking off or doing whatever you're doing so, you can, so we can hear uh, a little bit better. Um, I can hear JB just fine, but uh, Holt can. But we'll, we'll, we'll try to work through this. Okay, so um, we can get through anything, guys. <laughs> yeah, we're the three best friends. All right. So yeah, one one thing that's funny is whenever I do go to games with you, JB, whether it's Ole Miss or Tennessee or wherever, the team that is supposed to win never wins. So like the home team always wins. Like Ole Miss, we we watched them beat A and M and LSU at home that one year. I forgot it was like 2015, I think. Yeah, 2015, and both of those games. Um, I think – I don't know if LSU was the favorite. I think A&M may have been the favorite when they played Ole Miss. Yeah. They probably, but, yeah, both of those games were, you know, pretty much toss-ups, and they just ended up being dominant games for Ole Miss. I um, I can't believe that. I, I, I swear that I thought the Ole Miss was your second favorite team in SEC. You, you kind of cheer for them silently, don't you, a little bit? Well, the only games I actually have cheered for Ole Miss uh, <laughs> lately was, the, was when they play Alabama. So, like, in the 2016 game, yeah, I did cheer for Ole Miss. Uh, when they play this year against Alabama, I probably will cheer for Ole Miss because I think everybody just wants to see Alabama lose a game, you know, yeah. give everyone else a chance. Um, we'll start We'll start this with Holt here. Holt, who is your least favorite player from Ole Miss slash best player, that, the, the, your most favorite player to watch for Ole Miss? I know you hate them. You hate them as a state fan. So, like, I would say your least favorite because they're the best player. But who's your who's – your, the best player Ole Miss that you like watching the most, but you hate them beating up State or whoever else, SEC? Uh, well, I mean, the best player of their team is A.J. Brown. I don't think there's really any question about that. He's probably like my least favorite player in college football just because he wants to start with high school. And 
and ended up going to Ole Miss, but yeah, I mean, it's all right. I mean, it, it happens, but at the same time, he's a really fun player to watch. He's probably the best receiver in the country, and uh, you know, I will admit that I do play against him a little bit, but at the same time, he is a really good player. Tell, tell me about uh, – remind me what happened with that because and I, maybe I just dreamed this, but I know I remember him going to Starkville, and I remember he was – he he was a decent recruit, but he's definitely a better player now than he was as a recruit. He I know he was pretty kind of kind of a good recruit, like maybe a three or like a high three or a low four star recruit, and he is now what you're saying is probably like the best receiver in the league or maybe the best receiver in the country. Um, didn't he at first commit to state and then he switched it the last second or something like that? No, nah, he was never committed before he uh, signed on signing day, and uh, he was actually a. He was actually pretty highly recruited. He was like was a borderline. He? Yeah, he was like a borderline five star. He was. I'm pretty sure everyone still had him as a four star, but he was like right on the edge of being a five star. So he was actually like really highly recruited. He could have gone like really anywhere in the country. Alabama wanted him really bad. My um, um my memory is just a little fuzzy, but I, I think yeah. I know I, I know I did read about this like a couple weeks ago. Um, because I was wondering like why he didn't go to state because it just makes so, so much sense that he would go to state being in Starkville, but. Um, they, I think he said that uh, State didn't recruit him as hard as he thought they would. I guess they thought they had him because he was already there in Starkville, but they didn't recruit him as hard. I don't think he was – he grew up wanting to go to Ole Miss. I think he could have been influenced where to go, and I think State didn't recruit him hard enough is what I heard or read a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I don't know, um, you know, how, how like, true any of that is. I mean, of course – um, I'd probably be the first one to uh, go for anything that says that Damon wasn't recruiting very hard because <laughs> that kind of goes with like everything else that uh, yeah. like state fans felt about him for a long time. But like, you know, I, I always just kind of like got the like uh, when he signed, he said uh, like that day, like right after he signed with Ole Miss, that he would have gone to state if they had just like recruited him a little bit harder. I don't know if that's really true or not. I feel like he wanted to go to Ole Miss and that he just like was trying to you know, make Damon look bad so that, like, they would take the pressure off of him sort of thing. Yeah. I think he actually wanted to go to Ole Miss because uh, of how well they developed receivers over the years and how much they throw the ball. Um, I just – I feel like that's where he wanted to be. I don't think – I don't know if I really believe, like, all that stuff. But, you know, I mean, maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. Definitely Mississippi State's, like, biggest weakness the last couple of years has been receiver. So, um, you know, yeah. thanks a lot, Damon. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. But hey, you you got you got your your offensive coordinator slash head coach now that's recruiting really well. So maybe things are looking good for State. But this is an Ole Miss podcast, old Ole Miss podcast. Let's talk to JB. JB, who's your favorite Ole Miss player of all time besides Eli? I can't say Eli. That's that's cheating. I was gonna say Deuce McAllister. Okay, uh, Deuce McAllister. Deuce McAllister was really really fun to watch. Uh, you know, anytime he had the ball in his hands, uh, you knew he had the chance to break away and. He was their leading playmaker on, you know, some just average teams. He was the leading playmaker. Uh, he had Romero Miller as his quarterback. Uh, had some decent receivers like Jason Armstead and Bill Flowers that he played with. But uh, they were they were good teams, uh, you know, with Cutcliffe. And Cutcliffe was able to utilize them perfectly and end up having a Heisman campaign uh, that one season. Uh, I think it was maybe 2000 he was had a Heisman campaign, but he had an injury midseason and kind of like torpedoed that opportunity. Yeah, I was I was pretty pretty young as as you were. You were about the same age as me, um, except you are you are ten years older than me now. But um, I I don't I don't remember. I, I didn't watch football as much as you did when you were when we were like nine or ten, however old we were. 
I didn't really yeah. start watching football until probably middle school and definitely high school. But I, I remember Deuce playing for the Saints, and I know he. I remember he went to Ole Miss, but I don't remember enough about watching him play at Ole Miss. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. Well, yeah. While you guys were watching Doug and Harry Arnold, I was watching Sports Center and College Game Day and college football. It's such a great line, JB. It's such a great line. Um, my, I would say my favorite player at Ole Miss was is probably Patrick Willis, although I hated him the most because he stopped D'Angelo for Memphis um, at Memphis. But he was he's probably my favorite player at Ole Miss, probably the best player I've seen at Ole Miss. They've, been, they've had a lot of good players too, but um, Patrick Willis is definitely my favorite. Uh, let's talk about this year. So this year they have a first-year head coach, or I guess year-and-a-half coach now, first official year. Uh, first official year. For, now the interim tag is gone. For Matt Luke. Now Matt Luke, he's an Ole Miss guy. He's been Ole Miss his whole life. Um, I think it was what offensive line at Ole Miss, right, JB? He was a starting center for Ole Miss. Yeah, way way back when, and he's been Ole Miss his whole life. Um, he was offensive coordinator um, before he got this head coaching job. Before Hugh Freeze, or Hugh Freeze really fucked up. Now he's the he's the head coach, and I'm assuming he's pretty much the offensive coordinator too. I mean, they have um, they have an offensive coordinator and uh, Phil Longo, but I think uh, Matt Luke is probably doing most of the responsibility there. Um, we, we talked about Matt Luke before, um, and what we think, well, let's just kind of reiterate or review what we did earlier. So I'll take, I'll, uh, shift this over to hold. What, what do you got? What do you have to say about Matt Luke? Let's, let's, let's talk about the pros before you just rip him up. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't rip him up like too much, even if you let me, I mean, I think he's like a pretty solid coach. Obviously he's got the, uh, the Ole Miss ties and he knows, um, that program really well and he cares about it a lot. And um, obviously, like, what they've been going through the last, like, year or two with, like, the whole NCAA thing and the Hugh Freeze thing and the bowl ban and, like, all that, um, he's really been able to keep the program together and keep everybody positive, like, moving in the right direction. And uh, they were able to finish last year pretty strong with a couple big road wins uh, at Kentucky, at Mississippi State. So, uh, you know, he definitely, like, has the program, um, you know, together and, and staying positive and uh, – and keeping going forward. He um, he is recruiting well, though, too. I mean, we, we talked about this before. The state of Mississippi this year um, is is pretty pretty loaded. Actually, I looked it up because I know you, you've been saying that, so I kind of did a fact check for you. I looked up 247, I think. I think uh, on 247 they have, like, five or six players in the top 100 from the state of Mississippi, which is pretty good for um, any state. Mississippi's not, obviously, as big as some of the other states, so I think it's pretty good for the state. And, Oh, their majority of them are going to Mississippi State or Ole Miss, like you would expect. So, really, the um, expectation for Matt Luke and Ole Miss is to win, win the state, and as is for um, uh, Moorhead at, at state, is win the state and compete in SEC West, a tough SEC West against State and everybody else. So, I think, I think if they win the Egg Bowl, they win the Egg Bowl pretty, pretty um, consistently, and go to a pretty good bowl, like a I don't know. I don't know like what a pretty good bowl is, but I guess they they go nine or ten wins every year and win win an egg bowl every now and then, or win an egg bowl consistently. I think that's pretty pretty successful. It's it's hard it's hard in the SEC, but I think they win ten games. That's that's really really good at Ole Miss. But the first year, I don't know what, what their what their expectations are, but um, if they can win an egg bowl and win nine ten wins every year, I think that's what they're looking at for success, right? Holt? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I. I don't know long term if he's going to be the answer, but I do think like as of right now he's doing a really good job. And uh, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know like at what point Ole Miss fans are going to decide like it's not enough. But yeah. like 
I mean, I feel like every coach in the SEC, unless you're Nick Saban, is going to get fired one day. What um what what would be the cons to Matt Luke? Um, I mean, honestly, to to me, it's just uh, you know, just I don't know if he knows. Like, I don't know if he's like intense. Like, uh, I don't really know. How to say it's like a intense, like football mind, like really, like like, like football, best. like football savvy, and like, like just very awesome. like hey, yeah. Like, I, I mean, to me, that would be like the knock on him, I guess, but. You know, I mean, he brought in Phil Longo to be his offensive coordinator, you know, as an FCS guy. So, you know, I mean, I actually, I think it was Hugh Freeze who, who brought him in. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, before he left. But, you know, I mean, he – when you have uh, – when you're able to hire uh, offensive coordinators, um, you know, who run like a, a really good offense, it definitely, you know, will make you look better as a head coach. Um, you know, I think – you know, you were saying that Matt Luke calls a lot of the plays and stuff. I'm, I'm actually pretty sure it's Phil Longo who calls the plays. And, uh, oh, really? even and pre- when pretty much, yeah, pretty much runs the offense. I think Matt Luke is more like a more like a CEO type coach than like a hands on on the well, offense side. I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty what sure. About when, no, you're you're right, Holden. You're right. What about when Matt Luke was the offensive coordinator? You're saying Phil Longo. Still <laughs> he was the Matt Luke was the offensive line coach. I thought he was a coordinator. Nah, no, he was, he was an offensive line coach. God, man, I'm a dumbass. All right, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's why I have y'all, y'all fact checking me. Um, yeah. Okay. So now, now it makes now it makes sense. All right. Forgive me for not knowing uh, Matt Matt Luke's history here. Okay. So um, so let's let's talk about this year Ole Miss team. Um, this year you'll hear everybody talk about offense, 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 and when they talk about offense, they're going to highlight their receivers. They have AJ Brown and uh, other good receivers, and then Jordan Tamu, people like as well. People people even say that um, you know he competed last year. Um, he took over for Shea Patterson when Shea Patterson went down. And um, some people say that Jordan, Jordan Tim is actually even better than Shea Patterson, but um, I'm not so sure about that. Uh, they're going to have trouble on defense. But I'll, um, I'll, I'll let JB talk, talk about their offense real quick. Yeah, like we know the offense this year is going to have a ton of firepower. A.J. Brown's going to be the leading uh, receiver of a really, really talented group. Uh, this I would say this is probably the most talented group in the SEC, maybe the most talented group in the entire country. Uh, A.J. Brown's an awesome. Uh, D.K. Metcalf, 6'4". He's a matchup nightmare for most defensive backs. Uh, you also have DeMarcus Lodge, who's a really solid, uh, you know, reliable receiver. Uh, Dawson Knox is their uh, tight end. Uh, he came on strong at the end of last season, and he's really a physical type uh, tight end. Not as uh, he's more of like the physical type tight end, not like the finesse uh, Evan Ingram, but he's going to be a matchup issue for a lot of these linebackers because of the speed, and he's going to be poised for a big season, I think. Uh, Jordan Tamu, the senior quarterback, is going to be a really solid quarterback as well. I really like him. Uh, he showed a lot of uh, flashes last year, and with the full off season under his belt, I really like him to uh, succeed under uh, Matt Luke's system. And this offense is going to be really, really explosive. The only problem is going to be is can they outscore opponents because their defense is not going to give them any help. And I'll cut you off right there. Um, yeah, so their offense is good, but their defense is, needs a little work. Holt, what's wrong with their defense? Uh, can I say everything? <laughs> As uh, unbiased, I mean, unbiased, objective observer, you're saying they're just not good at defense. Right, yeah. I mean, they, they do have some good individual players. I think Benito Jones, uh, defensive lineman, is a really big-time player. Um, but it's just like over the course of the last few years, they just really haven't been able to get anything going on defense. Um, it's it's really been 
you know, maybe since that 2014 season that they've actually had like a pretty good defense. Um, they've just been, uh, it's been a lot of injuries. It's been a lot of just lack of development, especially at the linebacker position. Um, teams have been able to just run the ball on them pretty consistently. And um, I also think that part of maybe a little bit of their scholarship restrictions are going to hurt them on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I think their starting 11 is probably fine. But, like, once guys start getting hurt and start getting worn down in the fourth quarter uh, is when I think you're going to see Ole Miss's defense maybe struggle a little bit. Um, they were pretty they were a pretty bad defense last year, and they lost a couple of their best players. Um, they lost Gates, the linebacker, who had been their best linebacker the last couple of years. And then they lose uh, Marquise Hayes as well, who was their uh, defensive end, like, off the edge. So, you know, they they – can be better because it's McGriff's second year, so they know the system a little bit better. Um, but at the same time, they did lose a couple guys as well. So uh, I think they're going to struggle again on defense this year. Maybe uh, they'll be a little bit better just because, you know, just like I said, it's the second year under Wesley McGriff. And, um, you know, they know where to, you know, line up and what the plays are and stuff like that a lot better than they would have last year. So, uh, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. Um, this team is definitely going to be carried by their offense. Um, but I mean, maybe their defense could take a step forward this year. Hey, and hold at least up! Be, you know, average. <laughs> I know, I know exactly what Jamie's about to say. Go ahead, though, Jamie. No, no, that's actually. <laughs> I'm not Go trying ahead, to cut Jamie. you off. Hold I'm on, not I'll, trying I'll, to cut you. Not trying to cut you. Not trying to cut you off, hold. But I, you are the expert of the defense. Um, who? Who was the Ole Miss player last year against State that recovered the fumble and waved at the camera? Uh, is he back on this year's team? Oh, he can't hear you. Sorry. Um, hey, JB or Holt, he's asking who who was the uh, who was the Ole Miss player that picked up the fumble against State last year and waved at the camera? Is he back? Uh, no, he's in the NFL. That's Breland Speaks. Breland Speaks. I can't that remember his name, though. Pre- uh, Breland yeah, Speaks. Breland Speaks. That's it. That's who it was. Yeah, I was wondering if he was back. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll be the translator for uh, JB to Holt. Um, <laughs> JB, didn't you say that uh, Weston McGriff had a cousin or something? Oh, no. We were just jokingly saying that uh, he's related to Fred McGriff, the former <laughs> baseball star. So funny. All right, so the, the question this year uh, going into the season is can Ole Miss outscore their opponents because the defense is going to probably give up a lot of run, a lot of uh, touchdowns, but uh, maybe maybe their offense can outscore opponents enough to uh, give up some points on defense here, or a lot, a lot more points on defense. So let's, let's go ahead and get into the, the season. Um, schedule is typical of everybody in the SEC West. It's, it's tough. It's a tough schedule. They play everybody in the West, and they have, but then they have their crossover game with with Vanderbilt, and they're playing um, South Carolina this year and the non-conferences. Um, pretty easy to have a game at Texas Tech. That could be a toss-up, but I'm not they should win all the other games. So we'll, we'll go one by one here. We'll start off. This is what I love. People say people say that the um, the college football playoff um, makes makes teams schedule easier opponents because now there's four, four teams that get into the playoff as opposed to just two teams competing for that championship. But ever since the playoff happened, we've had great opening weekend games. The first one for Ole Miss was probably a pretty good toss-up 50-50 game with uh, playing Texas Tech um, in Houston for the AdvoCare, AdvoCare Texas kickoff um, at the Texas Stadium and NRG Stadium. So uh, I'll give this one to hold, and Debbie, I'll let you even comment a little bit about this. So um, 
I'm going to say, I, I don't even know. I'll, I'll let you two duke it out, and I'll pick who, who I think should win the game. So, start with Holt. Do you think Ole Miss can beat Texas Tech? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's going to be, obviously, a really high-scoring game. Those are two teams who like to throw the ball and have some uh, – you know, some good playmakers on offense and maybe struggle a little bit on defense. Um, if there's one thing you can say about the Ole Miss defenses is usually they play a little bit better against the teams that throw the ball versus the teams that run the ball. So uh, I do like Ole Miss in this game. Um, I think they just have a few more playmakers on offense. And um, I think they're going to be, you know, it's going to be a big game, first game of the season. So, um, you know, I, re- I really like Ole Miss to come out and uh, get the win the first game. And I'm not big on Texas Tech either. I think Cliff Kingsbury is kind of like on his way out. Yeah. Um, but I still think that they have the offensive, you know, skill set to, uh, you know, to put some points on the board. But I think Ole Miss is going to be able to outscore him. JB, what you got? Can you say offense? Yeah, because this game is going to be extremely high scoring. Uh, these two teams don't know how to play defense. Uh, but like Holt said, Ole Miss does play pretty good defense against teams that can, that like to throw the ball or at least like to lean to the pass. And I, I like Ole Miss in this one. They do have more playmakers. And I do agree with Holt that Ryan Gosling, or excuse me, Cliff Kingsbury, <laughs> is, on his, is on his way out at uh, Texas Tech. I, I, don't, I don't dislike Kingsbury at all. He just probably isn't really head coaching material, but he's a solid offensive coordinator. And, yeah. of course, he was an offensive coordinator in the SEC at one point. But I like Ole Miss to outscore Texas Tech. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game, probably in the 40s, maybe even the 50s. But I, I like I give Ole Miss the edge here, and I got Ole Miss coming out with the victory. Okay. Well, um, I said I was going to let y'all duke it out, but y'all said Ole Miss is going to win a high-scoring game. But I actually, I'm going to disagree with both of you. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. But I think because Cliff Kingsbury is on the hot seat, I think he's going to fight for his, fight for his life in this game and come out with a win. So, I'm going to say Ole Miss is going to lose this one to Texas Tech in Texas, um, which I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. It's, it's in Houston, but do you think Ole Miss will fill it up there? Both, well, let's start with Holt. Do you think, um, you think Ole Miss will fill it up in Houston? Um, I don't know if they'll have as many fans there as Texas Tech does, but I expect Ole Miss fans to travel pretty well. They usually get up for these kind of games. But, I mean, you know, the fact that the program has been down a little bit the last couple of years, maybe, you know, they're not supposed to be, like, really good this year. Maybe uh, affects that a little bit, but I think they'll bring a decent amount of fans. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you got to realize, uh, even though this isn't Houston, it's in the same state as Texas Tech. Uh, Lubbock's on the other side of Texas. That's a really, really long distance for uh, for them to travel, and Houston's really not terribly far from Oxford. I, I almost say probably. I mean, my geography may not be perfect, but I think it's probably like equal distance for both schools to travel to Houston. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I guess it's uh, a little bit closer. I, I would I would probably fact check you on that, but um, yeah, it's not as far as you would think. So, all right. So we'll we'll start off. Uh, Ole Miss going one and zero. Now they're they take on non conference Southern Illinois um, at at Oxford. I'll just go ahead and say win, unless either you have anything to say different than that. So, hold, is there need to talk about Southern Illinois or Ole Miss got it? Uh, no, I think they can handle. I can. They, I think they can handle them. JB. No, market doesn't win. All right, so two and zero. Matt Luke starting out two and zero, trying to win the coach of the year, but then he has to take on Alabama. Um, but it's at Ole Miss, and Ole Miss does give Alabama some trouble over the past few years. Um, AKA Hugh Freeze it, but Matt Luke was on that team, uh, or coaching on that team. Uh, so the way I see this going, um, I'll give it to Holt. Um, I think that it's not going to be too close. Alabama plays really good defense, um, especially against. Uh, to me, they play good defense against pocket passing quarterbacks, um, which I think Gordon Tamu is more than a runner. 
and um, I think they're going to end up all, all over Ole Miss. Uh, so I think they're going to win. Alabama's going to win pretty big here. Holt? Yeah, I, I do agree. Um, last year was pretty ugly. I think it was like 66-3 or something like that. Um, this is one of those games where like, I feel like Alabama can put it away like anytime they want to. Uh, Alabama may come out and decide to try to throw the ball a little bit early in the game. Um, and that may keep Ole Miss in the game. But as soon as Alabama decides they want to start pounding the ball, I don't think Ole Miss is going to be able to stop them at all. Um, I do think maybe Ole Miss's offense could put up some points in this game, but I don't think it's going to be enough to win. I like Alabama by at least two touchdowns in this game. JB, I'll give you, I'll give you one word. A win or a loss for Ole Miss against Alabama? Loss. Okay. Then we – so we're starting off 2-1 and one going back to Oxford to play – Kent State. Now, this isn't Kentucky State. This is Kent State from the MAC. So, a lot of matching going on in Oxford. Uh, this is a homecoming game, I think. No, not homecoming game. It's just a, just a regular old non-conference game. Good old non-conference game in, in Oxford. Um, I think this is going to be easy win. Uh, Kent State's one of the worst teams in the um, FBS, if I remember correctly. So, um, unless Holt or JB has anything to say, I, just, I would mark this as a win. And we'll, um, we'll move on to the next week against LSU at LSU. Um, this actually, um, this could be a little bit closer. I mean, it's, it's a robbery. Um, this could be a little bit closer than you think. Um, I just oh, think, it will be close. You think? Okay, I'll, I'll yeah. just start off. I think, I think LSU's going to win, but I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's going to be as, uh, much of, as lopsided as people think. So, go ahead, JB. Yeah, I absolutely believe it's going to be close. Uh, we remember we talked about in our previous podcast when we were previewing LSU, like, we don't really believe in Ortron. And uh, it's early in the season. Ole Miss is going to be three and one coming into this game. Uh, they're going to have a lot to play for. It is in Baton Rouge. It's going to be a tough environment. But I do like Ole Miss to score some points in this game. Uh, they're going to be able to move the ball fairly well. Be able to run the ball, but they will be able to get some passes against this uh, LSU secondary. And I like them to keep this a game, and I like it to be close all the way through the fourth quarter. But I do like LSU to prevail though at the end. Hole, what you got? Um, yeah, I think this is. Uh, has a chance to be a really good game. Um, LSU doesn't have, like, the dominant running back that they've had in the years past, like Leonard Fournette and Darius Geis. Um, so, I don't know if they're going to be able to dominate the game running the ball like uh, some other teams will against Ole Miss. Um, also, feel like uh, of all the secondaries that Ole Miss is going to face <laughs> this year, this is probably going to be the best one. Um, they just got, you know, Greedy Williams and, you know, in a company, I guess, uh, at LSU, they always have one of the best defensive backs in the – or defensive back groups in the country. So, they uh, do. I think LSU is going to be able to be one of the few teams to slow down the Ole Miss passing offense. So, uh, yeah, I think this is going to be a really close game. I think it could go either way. I think we picked – I think I picked LSU on the LSU preview. So, I think I'm going to stick with that um, just because, I mean, they're, they are at home. I'm not a big uh, Ed Orgeron fan either. Um so I could definitely see Ole Miss winning this game, uh, but I think I did pick LSU, so I'm going to stick with that just because I feel like maybe they have a little bit more talent and depth, and they're at home. So uh, two and two now. Um, now coming back again to Oxford to play Louisiana Monroe for homecoming. Um, I think it's going to be easy win. JB Holt, you think it's going to be easy win for Ole Miss? Yeah, I have to say Sharpie. So. Sharpie, okay. Sharpie and yes. So all three – an agreement here for Ole Miss being losing to Monroe. So that's what one, two, three, four wins and two losses going. All right, this is a good, good game we can talk about. I'll give this one to JB to start off playing Arkansas 
at Arkansas and Little Rock. Um, I think it's going to be a tough one for both teams. So this will be a good toss-up. Um, I'm going to say I'm gonna say Arkansas will get this one just because that Arkansas. I think that's that's the difference for me is being Arkansas. I'll get the JB though. Well, I think in our podcast we uh, we ended up picking Arkansas, but I was actually the one that picked Ole Miss, and I, I'm I got like Ole Miss in this one. Uh, Ole Miss's offense is just really really good, and we know how bad Arkansas's defense was, especially their secondary. Ole Miss is gonna be able to really move the ball well against this team, even though it isn't War Memorial Stadium. It's you know, metal bleachers. It's a really loud environment there in Little Rock. But I like Ole Miss in this game. Uh, their offense is going to be too much with the Arkansas defense. And we know the Arkansas offense, even though Chad Morris is as good of a coach as he is, they still don't have the playmakers. They're not going to be able to keep up with this uh, Ole Miss attack. And I like Ole Miss to win this one. So, uh, JB has Ole Miss hold. I think you're going to have Arkansas, though. What do you got? Uh, no, I'm actually going to pick Ole Miss also. Um, I picked Ole Miss on the Arkansas one. Um, I just I think it's going to be a really high-scoring game. I think, uh, you know, I, just like we were talking about, I don't think Chad Morris is going to have the right tools or the right players to run his offense this year, but I do think he's going to find a way to move the ball. Um, he's he's moved the ball everywhere he's been. Um, so, I. You know, defensively, I think Arkansas is going to struggle to slow down Ole Miss, but I do think this is going to be a pretty high-scoring game. Uh, I like Ole Miss to win, you know, maybe by, like, a touchdown. It should be another great uh, game in this series that has put together a lot of really good games over the last few years. Exactly. Like, we, th- I think we both agree it's going to be high-scoring, but we I, we do both believe that uh, Ole Miss is just going to be able to outscore Arkansas. Like, like we say, our Ole Miss is going to have to outscore a lot of opponents. Uh, they're definitely going to be able to outscore Arkansas. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Ole Miss is now 5-2 and two and taking on Auburn at Ole Miss. Um, I just think this is going to be too easy for Auburn. But, um, man, Ole Miss is 5-2, so maybe they got some momentum now. And, um, you know, they might not have too much to play for. Or people will say that um, because they're not playing a bowl game this year. But, um, I mean, playing the SEC, there's still a lot of pride playing against the SEC opponents. So, um, I think there's still a lot to play for. But 5-2, and two, taking on Auburn and Ole Miss, it's going to be a good game. Um, but I still think Auburn will win this one. Um, I'll give this one to Holt. Yeah, I like Auburn uh, in this game. I think their ability to run the ball is going to be the difference. Um, we still don't know who, like, Auburn's main running back is going to be this year. Um, so I guess there could be a scenario where maybe they don't have, like, a great running game. But uh, I think this is the kind of game where uh, Auburn's going to be able to run the ball on Ole Miss, and uh, I think their defense is good enough to slow down Ole Miss's offense. So uh, I like Auburn in this game. I think I said 45 to 21 about I think Ole Miss could maybe put some points on the board early in the game and put a scare into Auburn, but I think Auburn's going to win this game pretty easily in the second half. Yeah, Gus, uh, Gus does try to lose some games they shouldn't lose. So this could be one of them. Um, Jay, right. Do you think Gus can lose this one for Auburn? JB. Oh, well, I thought you were still asking Holt. No, no, no. Um, no. <laughs> no actually, uh, I like uh, Auburn in this one. Uh, Auburn's going to probably have at least one loss coming into this game. Uh, we, uh, I think we all believe that they're going to split the uh, Washington and Mississippi State games. I think we got them beating Washington and then losing in Starkville. So they're going to have one loss coming into this game before they play. Uh, they're going to be coming off a victory from the previous week against Tennessee. They'll have some momentum from that win. And uh, I like Auburn win. They're going to have only one loss. Uh, so they can't really afford to slip up again. They're going to be a really, really focused team. Gus is going to have his guys ready to play against a 
highly motivated five and two Ole Miss team. But like Colt said, uh, even though Auburn, we're not sure who the running backs are going to be, they always find a way to run the ball in Gus Malzahn's system. And we know how good their offense, their deep offense is going to be with throwing the ball, which Jared Sidney leading the way, and they're awesome uh, cropping receivers as well. And we know how good the uh, Auburn defense is too. Uh, they're going to be able to stuff Ole Miss's run. And they'll be able to stop Ole Miss's passing game just enough, and they'll be able to score a lot on the Ole Miss defense. And I like Auburn to win by double digits. All right, so we now we're almost coming back down to earth. They're five and three, and this is this is also a, a toss-up game. This is be a fun fun one to talk about. Taking on South Carolina at home, um, I <laughs> South Carolina is kind of like A and M, how they could be like a dark horse. A lot of people like South Carolina this year. Um, they're kind of trendy team to pick. Uh, in the East, not to win it, but to uh, to compete pretty pretty heavily in the East and compete next to in general. Um, they come to they come to Oxford. I think I think South Carolina is going to have this one. It's going to be a tough one to win going into Oxford, especially um, after Ole Miss coming off a loss to Auburn. But I still think South Carolina can win this game. Um, I'll, I'll let JB have this one. Yeah, I agree. Uh, South Carolina is the uh, kind of the uh, darling dark horse going into the season. Everyone thinks they're going to take off, and I kind of buy it. Uh, I think Bentley's an awesome quarterback. I really like uh, the offense's improvement every year under uh, with Bentley as the starting quarterback ever since they inserted him against Tennessee in 2016. He's kind of taken off and gotten better every single game and every year. Uh, that are obviously their defense is going to be really good under Muschamp. They've improved every single season, and if this is going to, this is going to be the year for South Carolina, we're going to know what Muschamp has this season. Yeah, but uh, I like uh, Ole Miss uh, to keep make this a game. Uh, they're going to be five and three. They're going to be coming off a bye. Uh, South Carolina is going to be in a solid position in this game too. I think they're going to have what maybe like a six and two record going into this game. Yeah, it's going to be a really even matchup. Uh, but I'm going to go with South Carolina. I think they're going to be a little bit too too much talent on that team. And uh, if there is a game though, that Ole Miss can steal at home, this is going to be the game. You know, uh, we, we talk about how Ole Miss defense needs some work, uh, but we specifically focus on their uh, their run defense being worse than their pass defense. I mean, their pass defense isn't great either, but their run defense is like what really kills them in the SEC with a lot of teams that run. But South Carolina with Bentley is going to probably pass more with a run. I would say that's their, their strength. So, um, I was told, you think um, by this, this this time this year, this is, you know, past the halfway point in the year, um, do you think there could be enough improvement on defense where their, their run defense could still struggle, but they could actually have good um, – good pass defense or a respectable pass defense against Jake Bentley in South Carolina taking them on in Oxford. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I think South Carolina may be just like a little bit overrated going into the season this year. Um, they did win nine games last year, but the SC East was pretty down. Um, so I'm not really sure how good they're, they really are. Um, but, you know, at the same time, um, this – uh, Ole Miss defense, you know, just like we're saying, you know, there's also a chance that they get, have a couple of injuries and kind of go downhill and get worse as the season goes on. Um, I mean, there's just – there's different things that could happen, I guess. We'll just have to see how it plays out. But, uh, you know, Ole Miss is going to be coming off a bye. I think South Carolina is maybe a little bit overrated, and Ole Miss is going to be at home. So, this is definitely a game I could see Ole Miss jumping up and stealing. Um, you know, I think South Carolina is probably going to be favored coming into this game. I'm sure they're favored in all the, you know, if they have like preseason line or whatever right now, I'm sure that, you know, South Carolina would be favored by like a touchdown. But, uh, 
you know, I I think I'm actually going to pick Ole Miss in this game. I mean, coming off the bye, um, I think uh, Ole Miss is going to be able to move the ball on South Carolina, and I think, you know, the defense is going to be able to play just good enough in the home crowd. Obviously, it's going to play a big factor as well. So, um, you know, they're on the grove. I like uh, Ole Miss to maybe pull off a little bit of an upset against South Carolina. Yeah, I um... – I could definitely see it go both ways. I could like see Ole Miss winning. I think I think South Carolina is going to win just because I think they have the better better roster and players. But um, I wouldn't surprise me at all if um, South Carolina couldn't couldn't win in Oxford. It's, it's gonna be a tough game, and I, I still don't know about Muschamp. People like Muschamp, but I like I like Muschamp personally. I like a good comeback story. Like he's been fired from Florida and then going to South Carolina, beat Florida with South Carolina. Um, yeah. I, I just don't know if he's really that great of a coach still. I mean, we'll, we will know, like you're saying, Debbie, after this year, if he's a yeah, we will. good enough coach we will. today. And I will, I will give Muschamp the benefit of the doubt. Uh, we know how terrible he was at Florida, but I think he's learned from a lot of those mistakes. And he's definitely taken a little more relaxed philosophy at South Carolina. And he's quietly building a solid program in, in Columbia. Uh, yeah, I think they, they're definitely an eight-win team. They are – I mean, it's tough with Clemson, um, but they are – they're definitely doing great – recruiting they, they stole that uh receiver out of memphis i'm kind of upset about because uh, it was it's kevion mullins i think his, his name is mullins or his name was he's a receiver out of memphis that committed to memphis and then he decommitted and switched to south carolina but i'm so happy for him because i mean if i was right. a receiver or playing in memphis i still would rather go to sec team because that's you don't even know if norvell's gonna be there next year but that's neither here nor there but i think he's, he's recruiting really well and he, he's doing he's doing a pretty good job with south carolina i think um, better than most people's expectations going into the year so um, we'll say Ole Miss loses this game to South Carolina. That's five and four now, going to Kyle Field and one of the loudest settings in SEC. Take on A and um, I think A and is going to be a good team this year. I think similar to South Carolina. I think they're the um, dark horse in the West. They're be well, pretty improved by the end of this year. Um, so I, I think I think A and going to be too too tough. I think their pass defense is going to be good. They have Trigon Williams. That's really good. And I think their defense is much better than Ole Miss's. So I think AM will win this one pretty easily at Kyle Field. Uh, we'll give this one to Hole. Hole, what, what do you have to say about this one? Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. I think Jimbo Fisher is um, uh, going to get this team rolling at the second half of the year. Um, I think this team's going to improve a lot over the course of the season. Um, you know, Trevion Williams, one of the best running backs in the SEC, I think. Um, I think we'll have a big, a big game in this one. Um, you know, Nick Starkle um, is, pro- you know, is who we think is going to be the quarterback. We'll have to wait and see, obviously. Um, I expect a good game from him as well. Um, also, really like uh, A&M's defense this year, uh, especially the front seven, which maybe maybe won't come into play too much in this game just because Ole Miss is probably going to be throwing a lot. Um, but I think this could be – I mean, I could see it being a pretty good game. Uh, I'm not saying that I think Texas A&M is going to blow them out or anything, but I just think Texas A&M is a little bit better team. They're at home. Um, I like Jimbo Fisher a lot more than I like Matt Luke, um, yeah. obviously, as well. So, I think they have a coaching advantage, you know, the home field advantage, um, and just the overall roster advantage. So, I think uh, I'm going to go with Texas A&M in this game. <laughs> JB, I'll let, you, I'll let you talk about the next game. But for this one, I just want you to give me one, one word um, for the sake of time. You think Ole Miss can go into College Station and beat A&M, yes or no? Okay, well, I know I said one word. One word. I know, I know. Okay. I believe they can do it, but no, they will not do it. So, God no, dang. they will not win. God dang, that was 743 words. 
All right, that's fine. Okay, so we'll say A&M wins that one. So now Ole Miss is what, five, five and five, taking on Vanderbilt um, in Nashville. And I'll, I'll give Holt the, the quick one-word answer or question, or one word, Holt can give me one-word answer. <laughs> uh, do you think Ole Miss can beat Vanderbilt at Vanderbilt, yes or no? Yeah. Okay. That's that's his answer. Uh, so it's a win for Holt. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Vanderbilt. Well, I didn't say I was picking them to win. I just said they could win. You I asked me if they if they could win. Okay. <laughs> and I had to answer in one word. So. Okay. Well, yeah. Holt's playing by the rules. Do you think they will go win on November seventeenth, two thousand eighteen? Do you think Ole Miss will beat Vanderbilt at Nashville? Yes or no? Uh, yeah, I think they'll win. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you and I'm questions. not going to give you one word just based on principle because I, I, I just feel like you're, you're trying to put me down by, like, only giving me one word. Yeah, yeah I felt the same way, too, because I really wanted to talk about Texas A&M, Alex, but, uh, you know, you just gave me one word. But, like I said, we're going to play by the fucking rules. <laughs> yeah, you play by the rules. Got to play by the rules. All right, uh, JB, expand on Vanderbilt. You can give me three words on Vanderbilt and Ole Miss. I think, I think Ole Miss is going to lose at Vanderbilt because I think Eric Mason's got to win one eventually. Uh, no. Ole Miss is going to win this one. Up. <laughs> I, mean, I, think, I think that uh, Derek Mason's going to be on his way out after this season, too. Uh, he's, Derek Mason's a great guy. I really like him as a person. He's a great defensive mind. Uh, they do have a solid quarterback in Kyle Shermer. Uh, the defense is good. They're scrappy. But they're probably going to have a struggling season. Uh, their schedule is just too tough. I don't think they're going to win the toss-ups. And for Derek Mason, they're going to have to win some of these toss-ups. And this is one of the toss-ups. But I like Ole Miss in this one. Ole Miss is going to be five and five. Uh, one more win uh, gives them a at least a chance at five hundred season, which is exactly what they need to have this year. Uh, it's going to be hard for me to pick Vanderbilt, and of course we know about Vanderbilt. Recently, uh, they tried to have some renovations on their stadium, and it got denied because there's no support for Vanderbilt football. So I kind of get that's kind of a telling sign about Derek Mason's tenure. Yeah, but kind of sucks. It's just hard. To, it's hard to win at Vanderbilt in SEC when they don't support it. They're not as passionate as everybody else. Um, I still, I still think Vanderbilt's going to win, but uh, in the minority now. So, Ole Miss is now six and five heading to the Egg Bowl now, which is at Oxford this year. Yes, and I think all of us uh, might be at this game. Is that true, Holt? Oh, I could. Is it? Yeah, I could be there. What about you, Holt? Holt, uh, Holt, are you going to be at the Egg Bowl this year? Um, I don't know. I guess it just depends. Does JB have an extra ticket? Just, JB, you got seven, you got tickets for me, me and Holt? Well, let's play it by ear. I mean, I'm definitely going to be going. But uh, Dude, I can't if... hear JB at all, so I hope he's That's my translator. Alex is the translator. I guess uh, Holt's going to be a little bit disappointed when uh, Alex translates. Uh, I can't guarantee that you that Holt will have a ticket, but uh, I'm definitely going to be going. Uh there's a chance that he might. I don't know who else is going to be going in our pack of four. But hopefully he will, so then uh, we can all uh... – Yeah. J- JB said – JB said that he there, – there's no guarantee, but we could we could have – we have four tickets, but he doesn't know if you're the fourth best friend. So, we got to – So, JB, are you going to wear an Ole Miss visor again and pretend to be an Ole Miss fan so Ole Miss fans don't give you crap for not being an Ole Miss fan? Uh, no, I'm, no, I can hear all that. I'm not going to wear an Ole Miss visor. Actually, I don't even know what happened to that Ole Miss visor. That was actually a visor that my uh, uncle bought me because he wanted me to blend in with the uh, Ole Miss faithful. And y'all, he bought me a visor and he bought me a polo. But uh, I really... 
uh, good at this game. I'm more than likely going to be for State. I mean, if I had to choose a team to root for, just because I think State at this point of the season is going to be well, a really, uh, really good we'll, team. We'll let you, anyways, let's, let's go ahead and go ahead, uh, analyze uh, it, though. Hold, hold said, uh, I'll give I'll give JB the, the turn, and then it'll be your turn after that hold, okay? I know you can't hear him, but I'm just letting you know that JB's about to be talking for a while. <laughs> All right, JB. <laughs> okay, okay, hold. So, um, we're going to let you have most of the floor. I, I know this is your baby, and we'll let you talk about this game. Uh, I like State in this one. Uh, Ole Miss's offense is going to be able to move the ball against State's defense. I know State's defense is good, but I do think that Ole Miss is going to be able to move it a little bit. And this is a rivalry game, so everything is thrown out the door. Uh, we know last year State was the heavy favorite at home, and Ole Miss came in there and hit him in the mouth. <laughs> and uh, pretty much was in control of the game for most of the game. And State could never recover, and their season was pretty much shot after that loss. Cause, and I, I, I do like Ole Miss to keep this one close. Uh, this is going to go four quarters all the way to the end. But State's going to make a big play on defense near the end uh, with with a fumble recovery. And State will end up holding on, sealing a solid. All right. So, JB thinks that it's going to be a close game because the egg bowls are always close. And no matter who's what, who's – Who's uh, what the record is? Uh, each other team's record is it's gonna be a close one. Uh, so you throw the records out. It's gonna be a close game. But I think Mississippi State's gonna win by uh, a great last-second defensive play. Um, I'll just say Mississippi State's gonna win. I don't think it's gonna be close. I think Mississippi State's gonna win by two touchdowns. I think they're a better team, and I think they're they're mad from last year. And it's just it seems like the home team never wins anymore in this game. So I just think Mississippi State's gonna win. So uh, Holt, do you think Ole Miss can beat State? at Oxford two years in a row? Um, yeah, I mean, I think they can. Um, I don't know, like, if JB's been watching the Egg Bowl the last, like, few years or not, but it, it really hasn't been a close game, like, in any year. In the, <laughs> last like, year it was. Like, basically, ever since I got out of school, it's been a blowout, like, every year. Um, like, two, like three by Ole Miss and one by State um, over the last four years. They had um, the basketball game or whatever it's called. This, this is, like, one of those games where, like, the best team, like, never wins. Like, the worst, like, whoever's, like, having, like, a really bad season, like, always finds a way to win this this game. Uh, it just seems like every time that one of these teams is about to, like, go do something big, uh, that they get brought down to earth by the other team. So, uh, you know, it just – if I'm going with the trend, then I feel like I would have to pick Ole Miss in this game because I feel like Mississippi State's going to have a really good season this year. But I'm not going to do that. Uh, I'm going to pick Mississippi State to win this game. Um, because I feel like after last year, um, I feel like Mississippi State took that, like, really personally, just that whole thing, um, that whole game. Yeah. Uh, you know, they had, like, five turnovers. Nick Fitzgerald, uh, you know, breaks his leg or whatever. And uh, I just feel like Mississippi State is uh, is really focused on this game. They're not going to overlook Ole Miss at all. And I think uh, Mississippi State is way more talented, especially on defense. Um, and I think State's going to be able to run the ball, throw the ball, like basically do whatever they want to do against Ole Miss in this game. Uh, I like Ole Miss, to, or I like uh, Mississippi State to win uh, by at least two touchdowns. And I can't believe I'm saying that, but I just I really think Mississippi State's going to win this game big. Yeah, I mean, I think they're, they're definitely the favorite on paper to win the game. They're, they're more talented. They have more um, more, more complete team. Yeah, more complete team, especially on defense. So, um, yeah, this, this state team is 
arguably the most talented team ever besides maybe the one four years ago. But the, this one, I think, is more talented than the team four years ago. The team four years ago was just really experienced and also had Dak Prescott. This team has a, still has a senior leader in Nick Fitzgerald. But this one, I think, all around has more talent. Yeah, they were both talented. Uh, he said the team 2014 was pretty talented, but he thinks this team is even more talented than that team. And um, I probably have to agree with you. Although the team from 2014 had a lot of good players that went pro, I just don't think they were as talented going into the year. They ended up turning out to be great players because they were developed well. But I think um, they they might have more players in this year's team. I don't know. It's, it's a good question. Um, but um, that leaves Ole Miss at six and six, so completely five hundred um, season average season, but really not average season because I mean that's I think that's pretty decent and what the expectation is for Matt Luke in his first year. And they're not going to bowl games, so it's it's, it's kind of hard. Um, I was thinking hard to get hyped for this year, but I still think they have a lot of pride to compete in SEC. So I think 66 is in a bad year for Matt Luke. You agree, Holt? Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just sort of feel like uh, Ole Miss kind of has a plan to get rid of Matt Luke like whenever uh, they get through this you know, whole NCAA thing. So I don't know if it's going to happen this year or next year, but I kind of feel like they're going to maybe uh, backdoor him a little bit to say and kind of like maybe hire someone like really big, like kind of behind the scenes. Um, like but I mean, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I could see that. Definitely. I could see, you know, I could just see Ole Miss trying to pull off something like that. Um, but, you know, at the same time, I mean, maybe Matt Luke is the, is the answer. Maybe they really do have confidence in him. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think you have to say that like back to back six and six seasons, um, would definitely be like a really good job uh, considering what they've gone through and, and all of that. Um, so it'll be, you know, it'll be interesting to see, but uh, you know, we'll just have to, we'll just have to wait and see, I guess. And uh, I just want to say like any Ole Miss fans out there listening, um, please don't make fun of JB for not wearing Ole Miss Fuzzer to the game. Cause he gets like really nervous about, uh, about people like, cause he goes to a lot of Ole Miss games. And he gets really nervous about – he's afraid Ole Miss fans are going to, like, give him a hard time. So, he tries to wear Ole Miss stuff to fit in. Um, he did it when we went to the Egg Bowl a couple of years ago. He just had, like, an Ole Miss visor, like, in his car. And he was like, oh, this is the only one I have whole. Sorry. And I'm like, dude, I know what you're doing. Stop. Uh, all right. Last, last <laughs> second. Last minute corrections from the show. Um, I did a fact check on two things. Matt Luke last year or two years ago was the offensive line coach and co-offensive coordinator. He might not have called plays really, but he did have that title. So y'all can suck my nuts on that one because I was ha- halfway right on that one. He was co-offensive coordinator. Um, and the second correction or fact check was it is, in fact, shorter from Lubbock to Houston than it is to from Oxford to Houston by 35 minutes or something like that. It takes. So, yeah, like I said, it was, it's close. Like it's, it's a lot closer than people yeah, think. It's seven hours and 55 minutes from Oxford to Houston, Texas. And it's eight hours and 38 minutes from, or no, the other way around seven hours and 55 minutes from <laughs> Lubbock to Houston, eight hours and 38 minutes from Oxford to Houston. So it's really not that far. It really isn't. It's pretty, pretty well even. <laughs> all right so i think that concludes bless you hold that was that was alex actually that concludes our <laughs> oh bless you alex. <laughs> that concludes our our whole miss podcast <laughs> watch out for us doing the uh the mississippi state as whole like you say save the best for last cast next uh where they win the match um until then 
Peace out. And I think Holt will have to finish the recording officially.